You are now listening to Strong in the Saddle, a weekly podcast with the goal to help you get strong in the saddle and maximize your potential as a rider and horse person. Whether you're someone who is looking to make the finals as a professional barrel racer, a dressage rider hoping to advance to the next level, or a recreational rider who just enjoys their horses away from the competition arena, I am here to help you be the best that you can be, both in and out of the saddle, in and out of the competition arena. If you're ready to improve your health and fitness so that you can be the best that you can be for your horse, then you're in the right place. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Strong in the Saddle. I'm your host, Katrina. Before we get rolling, I just have a quick favor to ask. If you could please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. And just a reminder that this podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid, or delay obtaining medical or health-related advice from your healthcare professional because of something you may have heard on this podcast. The use of any information provided on this episode or any other episode of the podcast is solely at your own risk. All right, let's get into the episode. So I've had quite a few people ask me what sort of workout routine they should be doing if they are wanting to improve their riding. Should they be doing full body workouts? Should they do more of a bodybuilder split where they work each muscle once per week? I get that it can be super confusing, especially when it seems like every influencer on Instagram is telling you something different. You know, X workout plan is the best. No Y workout plan is the best. And I'm sure most of you don't have the time or energy to be researching, nor the desire to research what you should be actually doing. And that's why I'm here. And my hope is that with today's episode, we can figure out what you should be doing in order to maximize your performance in the saddle. I'm going to go through a few things in today's episode, which include what exactly a workout split is, how to choose the best split for your specific goals, how often you should change your split, and who knows where we'll go from there. So let's get into it. Let's start with the basics. What is a workout split? A workout split is basically just how you organize your training throughout a week or a set period of time. The reason it's called a split is because it refers to how you split up your workouts you do for the various body parts or exercises. So for example, an upper lower split would have you dividing your workouts into upper body days and lower body days. Most people would do upper body Monday, lower body Tuesday, have a rest on Wednesday, upper body again on Thursday, and then lower body again on Friday. 
and then they would have the weekend off before starting up with upper body again on the following Monday. In other splits, rather than splitting things up by body part, you might split things up by exercise. This can be seen in a lot of powerlifting programs. You might have a squat day, a bench press day, and a deadlift day. And then you might have another day for more isolation type exercises. Those are just a couple of examples, but hopefully you get the idea. And once you know what workout split you are doing, you can then move into figuring out which exercise you're going to do on each day. So back to our upper lower split, you know that on Mondays you are probably going to do a chest movement, a shoulder movement, a back movement, and maybe some stuff for your arms. On Tuesday, you're going to do things for the lower part of your body, like squatting, deadlifting, lunging, and whatever else. So now you ask, how do you choose a split? And there's some questions that you need to ask yourself before making that decision. One would be, what is going to fit into your schedule? I think this is paramount. You can come up with the quote-unquote perfect workout split, but if you can't fit it into your busy schedule between work and horses and family and whatever else, then it's not the perfect workout split for you. Be really honest with yourself here. What can you realistically fit in week after week? If it's only three days a week, great. If it's five days a week, awesome. It's better to be consistent with a three day a week split than to be on again, off again with a five day split. Another question to ask yourself is, what is your current fitness level? Most beginners and those who have a lower level of fitness can do just fine on a lower frequency workout plan. Three or four days a week will work. And even if you're more advanced but are just looking to maintain, a lower frequency split will work for you too. But the more advanced and the more fit you get and the more that you want to progress, then you may want to consider a higher frequency, you know, four, five, six days a week. And a third question I would want you to ask yourself is which muscle groups do you want to develop? If you have a certain area of your body that you want to develop, then your workout split needs to emphasize that. For a lot of equestrians, they are really going to want to focus on their legs and their core. So whichever workout split they pick, it should have an emphasis on specifically developing those body parts. So then with the answers to those questions in mind, we can look at the various splits that you can choose from when picking a workout program. So let's start with the body part split or the bro split. This is very, very common in bodybuilding body magazines and you might see quite a few Instagram influencers doing this sort of split as well. 
as the name suggests, you would split up your workouts based on the major muscle groups or body parts. A common split is chest on Monday, back on Tuesday, shoulders on Wednesday, arms and abs on Thursday, legs on Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday off. And then you would repeat that rotation each week. In this split, each body part only gets worked once per week, but during their workout, the body part being worked tends to get worked very hard. You do lots of sets to the point where you're probably pretty pumped and and sore by the end of the workout. While, while other splits might be able to spread out that volume throughout the week in multiple workouts, this split forces you to cram all of the volume for a body part into one session. A benefit to this split is that it's pretty easy to follow. Like I said, chest is on Monday. You know, you reserve all your chest exercises for that day. Simple. And because you only focus on one or two body parts in any given workout, that really allows you to focus on that body part and make sure that it gets worked sufficiently to stimulate muscle growth. That being said, there are some downfalls to this body part split. First off, like I mentioned earlier, you need to cram all of the volume for a body part into one session per week. There are a few issues with this. One is that your workout sessions might end up being pretty long, which I know many of you don't have time for. And Another problem is that exercises that come later in the workout might not be as good. Let's imagine that you've done four different exercises already for your back, and now you're moving into a fifth exercise. You're likely already pretty tired, and your back might be starting to perform less optimally. In contrast, if you were to spread those exercises out over several sessions, you'll likely perform them better since you're not as gassed as you would be cramming them all all in back-to-back in one session. Another issue is that your body parts are only getting worked once per week. While on the one hand, this gives that muscle plenty of time to recover, most people don't need that long of a gap between working the same muscle group. In a sense, you could be leaving some muscle building potential on the table by not working a given body part more often. And lastly, I would say that another issue is soreness. And I found this to be a particular issue as an equestrian with leg day. Let's say that you follow a body part split and Tuesday happens to be your leg day. You would crush your legs on Tuesday. How effective do you think you will be in the saddle on Tuesday afternoon or on Wednesday? It's likely that you will not ride as well due to the fatigue you are experiencing in your legs. That's been my experience anyways. You might be better off spreading out those workouts so that the fatigue from any given workout 
isn't quite so intense on any specific muscle group. But with all of that being said, if you are new to strength training, you can see progress with just about any sort of workout split, including a body part split. If you enjoy doing a body part split, then by all means, give it a go. If you're an equestrian who wants to do a body part split, but you also want to emphasize your legs so that you become a better rider, I would likely recommend a bit of a modified body part split. You could do legs and glutes on Monday, chest and back on Tuesday, legs and calves on Wednesday, arms, shoulders, and abs on Thursday, and then legs and glutes again on Friday with Saturday and Sunday off. This ensures that you are really triggering your legs to grow while also giving them some rest in between. So in summary, body part splits are good. They're simple, but their main downfall is the lack of frequency, even though you are working out five days a week. That being said, you can definitely modify a traditional body part split to fit your needs like I just noted by changing it so that you hit the body parts that you want to emphasize more frequently. The next split that we are going to look at is an upper lower split. I touched on this a bit earlier when I was explaining in general what a workout split is. In the case of an upper lower split, you're splitting up your workouts by doing upper body workouts and lower body workouts. In most programs, you would be working out four days a week. Your upper body would get work twice a week on non-consecutive days, and your lower body would get worked twice a week on non-consecutive days. On the upper body days, you would typically do exercises for your chest, your back, shoulders, and arms. Your lower body days would be your quadriceps, which is the front of your thigh, your hamstring, which is the back of your thigh, your glutes, and your calves. So it's a pretty straight up forward, straightforward setup again, but there are many ways that you can set it up. Uh, for example, if you're wanting to work more on your quadriceps, you're going to likely put those exercises that target that first before moving on to muscles that aren't you aren't quite as worried about. Uh, you could do your on your first leg day and then on your second leg day, you might do a hamstring emphasis. This ensures that both the front and the back of your legs are being trained at the beginning of your workout at some point during the week. Um, and you can do that with your upper body workouts as well. For example, in the past when I've done upper body workouts, I've usually worked my shoulders first because that's something that I always want to improve on. And just like the body part split, there are going to be pros and cons to doing an upper lower split. Again, the upper lower split is pretty simple. It offers a pretty good mix of volume and frequency since you're now training everything twice a week, but only needing to work out four days a week. And that also allows plenty of time for recovery, which is 
really important as well. A downfall of this split is that your workouts, again, can be a bit on the longer side. Uh, think about your, an upper body day. You need to train so many muscle groups, and it's a lot to get through. Um, one way to get around this would be to maybe just train chest and back on your first upper body day, and then arms and shoulders on your second upper body day. But then again, we run into the frequency problem where you're now only training those body parts once a week. That might be okay, depending on your goals, your training age, all that sort of thing. Again, for my equestrians who want to put extra emphasis on the legs, you could do something like lower on Monday, upper on Tuesday, lower on Wednesday, upper on Thursday, lower on Friday, and then have the weekend off. So in that case, you're working out five days a week, but now you're getting your legs three times a week. Personally, I love doing upper lower splits, but those upper body days can definitely be a challenge if you're strapped for time. The next split that you may want to consider is called push-pull legs. On push days, you will train all the pushing muscles in your upper body. So think about your, your chest, like doing a push-up, your shoulders, think, you know, pushing something up over, overhead press, and your triceps. On your pull days, you want to work your pulling muscles. So that would be like your back and your biceps. And then you have your leg day. The reason that this works so well is because your muscles typically work in pairs. When you do a chest press, for example, your triceps also assist to get the weight up. When you do a barbell row, your back is the main muscle working, but your biceps assist in the movement as well. And this is a great split because you can train a body part, a body part while letting the other two sets of body parts recover. This means you will be well rested and ready for the next workout. A typical push-pull leg split would look like push on Monday, rest on Tuesday, pull on Wednesday, rest on Thursday, legs on Friday, and then rest on the weekends. That's three workouts in a week. Or if you really want to up the frequency, you can do push on Monday, pull Tuesday, legs Wednesday, and then repeat. So push on Thursday, pull on Friday, legs on Saturday, and then rest on Sunday. That's six workouts a week, which can be a lot, especially if you're a beginner. This is a really great split that can give you great results. My one issue with this split is that if you are doing the three workouts a week version, things are only getting worked out once per week, um, and particularly your legs. As an equestrian, that may not be enough for you. Or even if you are just someone wanting to develop your physique, that may not be enough. If you're new to strength training and you just want to get strong in general, this split will work great. Your workouts won't need to be super long and you can do the three workouts a week 
and still get awesome results. Um, if you're wanting to build up a specific body part, I don't really recommend this split. The last split that I want to introduce is the full body workout split. This is a great split and many of the top programs out there like Starting Strength and 5x5 five five are based around this split. It's a higher frequency approach because you're now training everything three times a week in most setups. You would do a full body workout Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with four rest days throughout the week. Because the frequency is high for any given body part, that means that the amount that you need to do in any given workout doesn't need to be as high. You don't need to do a whole bunch of sets for your back in your Monday workout because you will be hitting it again on Wednesday and then again on Friday. And because you don't need to have the volume so high in any particular workout, that means that you likely won't get super sore or fatigued from your workouts. You can focus on each set, each rep, which leads to higher quality workouts that allow you to progress faster. Another great thing about full body splits is that you're only in the gym three days a week, which is great for those of you who are super busy and can't get to the gym more than that. And on top of that, it's even okay if you miss a workout because in a couple of days, you'll be hitting those muscles again. If you miss a workout when, say, you do a full body part split, that's a problem because you won't be training that specific muscle again for a whole nother week. A full body split is much more lenient in that sense. That all being said, there are some downfalls to a full body split. One of them is that you do need to be careful with your volume. Like I said, frequency is high in this split. So if you do too much in any given workout, that can quickly lead to fatigue, overtraining, and injury because you may have issues recovering before your next full body workout. Additionally, full body workouts tend to be longer because you're working your entire body and that can take a, a while to get through, especially if you've done you know, proper warm up and cool down on top of your actual working sets. But I would say that a full body split is a great option for just about anyone, including those of you with the goal of becoming better riders. One caveat, though, is to make sure you are doing the setup of these workouts carefully. Like I said, it is easy to overtrain with this setup, and that's where a coach can really come in handy. So hopefully that gives you some idea of which workout split could work for you. Another question that I did want to touch on quick is when, when you should change your workout split or how often you should change it. A couple of things here. I would say that your workout split is likely just going to need to change based on changing seasons of life. I'll use myself as an example. I am an accountant 
and I work crazy long hours in March and April of each year. I don't have time to be working out five days a week. If I'm lucky, I'll get to work out three days a week. However, outside of those two months, I have more flexibility. I can work out more frequently and my workouts can be longer as well. So I tweak my splits and change my approach based on that. A similar thing might happen for you. If you're in a busy season of life, maybe you have lots going on with your horses or lots going on with your kids, then you might want to consider a split that only has you in the gym three days a week. Or maybe you like the consistency of being in the gym five days a week and the fact that, you know, because you're there so often, you can have shorter workouts, that sort of thing. It'll just take a bit of trial and error to find out what works for you and your situation and your goals. All of the splits that I talked about today can get you results and can help you get to become a better rider, become strong in the saddle. It's just a matter of picking the one that is best for where you're at today. You can't really go wrong. Well, you can go wrong with these approaches, but just just know that you can get results with any of the splits, assuming you're doing a a well-structured workout program based on that split. Um, A couple of rule of thumbs, though, I just want to leave you with. If you are having trouble picking which one you want to try, if you've been weightlifting for less than a year, start with the three-day-per-week full-body workout split or even the four-day-per-week push-pull-legs workout split would be good too. If you've been weightlifting for longer than a year, you know you can probably take your pick of any of them and you would be good. So hopefully that clears up a little bit of that. I know it can be confusing. Like I said, that's why a coach comes in handy. If you do have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at strong in the saddle. I'd be more than happy to help you out. And until next week, remember, it's always a good day to ride.